Yeah, no fucking hell of Burnley, man. Lushan Dyche. Hope they, I, I, I was. They were slipping dangerously towards relegation. Like, oh no, they. That'd be awesome. That's exactly what this season would do. Just take Burnley away from yeah. us as well. No, no. Take no. the only fun team left <laughs> and get rid of them. Bring up fucking Norwich again. Who cares? Yeah, well, they they were on a bit of a bad run there. Well, not really. I mean, they were winning and losing, but they were slipping down the table, and uh, yeah. the wacky interviews from Sean Dyche were <laughs> dried up. By <laughs> not the time for a wacky interview when you're you're slipping towards uh, relegation. <laughs> what else do we have? Yeah, Premier League games this week fucking terrible. Oh my god, awful, aren't they? Man United Leeds is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. And like that's the one game you said. Well, that won't be scoreless <laughs> if you had to guess. Well, did you see? Did you see Audi's interview before the game? No. Did he? Did he, actually, he didn't say that. Did he? <laughs> I'll get the exact <laughs> It's fucking so funny. I can guarantee you this won't be nil-nil. Two teams that love to attack and get at it, I can guarantee it won't be nil-nil. It won't be nil-nil. <laughs> he gave one of our patented guarantees. <laughs> he doubled that. He guaranteed twice. Why? It seems like he really wanted a nil-nil probably and he knew that was the easiest way to what get What does he have to gain from a bit? Like, that would say that, I guess he... that. That's almost saying, because then it kind of implies that United will also concede goals. To say it's not going to say that we'll... And as well, if you're wrong, then you're like you're just going like, I guarantee I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what you've proven. You don't know what you're talking about. No, honestly, that is nonsense. Oh, God. Nonsense. All nonsense. But listen, I've been on that road before. Somebody talking nonsense, like what would what would you say? Just what were you talking nonsense about us? What are you talking mm. what, what are you talking rubbish? Hello everybody and welcome to a no nonsense podcast with your host Cahill and Will. We're back here Monday night, uh the twenty-sixth. A beautiful sunny day today, Will. Uh, I was mm. out there lapping it up. A uh, very unproductive day for me regards anything else than this. Because uh, you know what, like, this might be one of the, the few good days we have. You know, yeah. like, the summer may not come. Like, when these days come, these opportunities come, you can't fuck it up. You have to <laughs> kind of really grab it. Unlike Tottenham, who <laughs> first final they've been in in a while, first chance to win since 2008, decided, fuck it, let's just sack the manager because I have a personal vendetta against them. Not just them, sack the notorious cup winning manager that they signed to win a cup. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, I don't know if you saw that Pep has won 14 out of his last 15 finals. Mm. Can you guess who the only man to beat him was? <laughs> you know, I think he... <laughs> My it wasn't Ryan Mason. Uh, no, it wasn't Ryan Mason. I was about to say, it wasn't Ryan Mason. Uh, did you see that stat they put up during oh, the game? that was so rude, wasn't it? <laughs> Everyone knows, there's no need to say it. They, I think they knew what they, they were doing, to, though, didn't they? They said including this one in games managed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one and a half games managed. One in 50 minutes games managed. Ryan Mason, yeah. For everybody, it was like uh, Pep, what, 260 million trophies games, yeah. and... 700 games versus Ryan Mason <laughs> games managed two trophies one nil <laughs> like this is the second game <laughs> do you think they had the, like they had that ready for Jose Mourinho I went oh well, what do you know just change the names and the numbers <laughs> <laughs> it was probably one of the, the best moments of the game though because it was a dire game it was just Spurs getting 
relentlessly pummeled for 90 minutes. Yeah. Um, fuck, like they weren't, it wasn't close. No. Um, but it, like, well, no, sorry, it shouldn't have been close. Obviously, it was only one nil, it was nil nil for most of it, but like City had so many chances. Like Sterling, who I was watching, and uh, I was like, I think Sterling will, will pass to Foden because I mean, you know, it's either Foden or Sterling on the plane at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want Foden to score. You, know, you, you want to score your own goal. I mean, he was so bad, Sterling. Like, he was getting in good positions, but that, that final that final ball, yeah. the, the finishing, was just, it's not there at the moment for him. Well, if Notorious um, tapper up, tapper upper Martin Tyler is anything to do with it, it'll be Phil Foden. Mm-hmm. Did you see him talking about Phil Foden turning and then getting tackled? And he was like, wow. This is something special, Gary, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he is the next uh, next great hope for uh, English football. But they have so I, many. I, Why him? <laughs> I think because he's the youngest, maybe. I mean, obviously Jude Bellingham is younger, but he doesn't play in the best league in the world, so who goes with him? <laughs> yeah. um, but I because he's only twenty. Um, in case you know, I didn't fucking know that already. But I mean, I, I couldn't help think about. Um, Jack Wilshire at that age yeah because I was only looking at before like at that stage Fabregas had gone Nasri had gone Frank Percy had gone he was 20 and then he was now the main player it's like versus Foden who's been like eased into the team yeah. alongside De Bruyne Silva people were giving out that he wasn't playing last season like there's a reason <laughs> but that's exactly how you're meant to do it you're meant to bet him in slowly and say yeah. this is the level you have to get to we're not going to play every game compare him to fucking Mason Greenwood who like burst onto the scene last year and then this year, everyone knew how to defend against him and he couldn't figure out what to do until now. Like, there was about yeah. six months there where he scored no goals. But, I mean, no, Foden is, is um, he's in the perfect situation. Like, yeah. obviously Pep as well, but I think like he's he can do that. He can play good in games and then the next game, De Bruyne will step up. Yeah. Like, there's no pressure on him to play every single game. Mm-hmm. No, because when you're 16, 17, like, your body is still developing. You don't want to be getting kicked on the pitch at that <laughs> yeah. stage because injuries in that can really... Sprunt your, yeah, your development. So, I mean, and fucking boys like that. Happened a lot of boys at, at that age. Like when you come in and you're expected to be the main man, it's it rarely works out. I think of mm. Pato, another one, yeah. started quite young. Bojan, another one. Like mm. that is an ideal situation where you come in and you can play in cup finals. And like he played well, but he didn't do anything particularly good. But no one's going to turn to forward and say, You should have won us the game. They'll say, <laughs> yeah. De Bruyne should have won the game. Yeah. Gundogan should have, he's the top scorer. He should have won the game. Yeah. And then you can just like, All right, I had a bad game or a good game. You can just reflect quietly and improve mm-hmm. so yeah I was thinking of uh, poor Jack Wiltshire who got injured very early on and never really seemed to recover from that yeah. uh, what might have been for Arsenal but uh, <laughs> that's those uh, those damn cronkies <laughs> yeah it's their fault <laughs> it's their fault um, but hey enough but we got very sidetracked earlier on early on there we got United and Arsenal right early on talking about Man City Tottenham final how, <laughs> how long until you think people give up on the podcast because of that <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to either rebrand as United Podcast <laughs> or an Arsenal versus United Podcast. We have to rebrand at some stage. I don't know. Uh, but look, they back to the Carabao Cup final, the prestigious Carabao Energy Drink Cup final. We'll talk about uh, it. But uh, sorry for jumping ahead, but did you see Son at the end of the game bawling his eyes out because he lost the Energy Drink Cup? I thought that was uh, weird. Uh, he, I think he's just he's leaning into the meme now. Cheers, son's crying. Yeah, Gary said it. Gary Neville said it. <laughs> oh, son's crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gary Neville's on a bit of a fucking 
you know, he's loving this, these viral clips, I think, a bit too much. He said, oh, but I thought Tottenham were a big club, Martin. Yeah. It's like, all right. You're supposed to be a biased or an unbiased commentator. Like, And it's tough to do because it's like, you can't have a go at the Cronkies without talking about Arsenal. You can't have a go at yeah. the Glazers without talking about United. Even when the fans protest yeah. the owners, like they're not doing this as on their own. They're using the club to do these yeah. bad things. So like you say, oh, Tottenham, who do you think they are? It's like, Nobody. It's Daniel <laughs> Levy, who's yeah. who thinks that he should be in yeah. the Super League, not the whole the yeah. player to the fans or the staff. There, it's only Daniel Levy. It's only Josh Kroenke. You know, so it's it, like you know, you hear a guy never having to go. When you have a go at that, you're having to go at Tottenham. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what Klopp was saying as well. And at the time, I was like, ah, shut up, Klopp. But now looking back, yeah, he was really like Liverpool, the people's club. <laughs> Yeah, it's like they they are for Liverpool people. <laughs> the fans like, and they, the players are still the same as they were a week ago. Yeah, Liverpool is not LFC. <laughs> you know, that's that's the boys. That's the bad guys for LFC. The good guys are Liverpool FC, Liverpool Football Club. LFC is this Americanized idea of a Super League club that never gets relegated. That's a franchise, you know. So like the whole the whole kind of and we we talked about before about the sky being a bit kind of hypocritical because mm-hmm. like just because you know you won't be involved in the Super League, yeah. you hate it. Yeah. But I don't know. They'd be the first ones this summer being like, oh, there's a transfer in Old Trafford and we go live. How much is it for? Oh, fucking hell, 100 million. <laughs> Suck me off. <laughs> you know, like like hyping up these massive... Well, I don't, know if, I don't know if you remember when, what was it, Barry FC or Bolton or one of them was about to go bust at like midnight if the fun oh, was yeah. coming And they had a countdown clock on Sky Sports and they were like, coming up soon, Bolton, out of business. <laughs> Yeah, bolted no more. <laughs> like they're the biggest culprits of it at times as well. So I mean, I heard Gary Neville doing that. I thought you, you know, yeah. you meant to get off Twitter and stop looking. Yeah, give it a rest. You guarantee like he's watching his own two minute viral <laughs> yeah. clips on some football oh, page. Like, oh, man. Did well there. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyways, but the, the the game itself was kind of a for Spurs fans. Tough watch. I mean, look, I, I was very critical. <laughs> I, I can't. I go straight back to Arsenal. I am very, very critical of Arteta at the start of the season. Yeah. And throughout, I'm still not convinced. Mm. And if he was to be gone this summer, I probably wouldn't have a problem with this. Yeah. But if Arsenal were in the cup final, <laughs> yeah. I would not want him sacked the week before. Yeah. Especially when, like, Harry Kane and that seemed to like, maybe not like Jose, but they were playing for him still. Now you have to you have to learn a whole new manager, a new thing. A new manager has to play yeah. the boys that Jose didn't like as a, like this is your chance and then like Deli Ali winks and who else was it? Sissoko or someone? But the three subs he brought yeah. on were three boys that Jose had outcasted and they all were shite. <laughs> it's exactly yeah. why like <laughs> like I think Winks they said beforehand they hadn't played since March eighteenth. Playing the cup final, I don't know about that one. Yeah. But like for all the seasons, like for Jose to uh, like, and he does this. He does it at Chelsea. Like he, he ostracized players and says, yeah. "All right, I don't like you, you, and yeah. you. You're not, you're not my plans." And remember, we said Frank was a disciple of Jose. He does the exact same <laughs> yeah. thing. He's like, why didn't it work? It worked for me at Chelsea. It's like because you kept bringing in loads, loads of new players. But no, like of all years when you need the squad, like you look yeah. at why City have been so successful is because they have such a squad yeah. of players that they can play them in all competitions. And you might say it backfired a couple, a bit in the last few weeks, mm. but nevertheless, if you're at Tottenham, you don't have the same squad as, as, as Chelsea and as yeah. City. You can't be saying, all right, Dele Alli, 
Don't like the cut of your jib. <laughs> yeah. Don't like it, pal. You're not going to play not only in the Premier League or Europe League in the cup competitions either. I just don't like your face, <laughs> so get out of mine. And he did that with Danny Rose before. Yeah. He did that with Delier this year. Bale, he wasn't gone on, and look, I'm probably in that same camp too. But like, when you're working with a, a team that isn't the ideal team for you as Jose Mourinho, yeah. and you have games coming thinking fast, you can't just say, "Oh no, I don't like them players. So I'm going to play with these." Yeah. These, like, you know, they were top of the league in in November, and and they were still quite very much in in, in January. Like that's when it starts to get really tough. Yeah. That's when the injuries come, and you're just not playing players. You're not playing Harry Winks. Like I don't rate Harry Winks. He's not playing. It's like, well, it's not about you need bodies. You, yeah, yeah, you just need bodies on on the on the pitch. So I mean, that's so I'm not saying that Josie did a good job, and he probably did need to go, but like not before, the week beforehand. Yeah, and I mean, there is the story going around that he was owed a bonus if they won if he won. But like, come on. Did you hear that? Yeah, but like, Tottenham aren't that hard done by like. <laughs> But this is the, the, the business mastermind of Daniel Levy. <laughs> Daniel Levy saving, is an idiot. <laughs> saving money to not win. Like this is the, this is like what do you save money for? Yeah. Like you're in a like and you might say, Oh, it's Carabao Cup. It's like if it's any team outside of probably City or maybe Chelsea, because I guess they have yeah, you know, aims of winning the Champions League this year. Like I'm, I'm talking about this year, like say even Liverpool, United or Arsenal, there are other competitions. You would say, obviously, the Europa League. But, like, yes, the Europa League is a probably a better example. Like, Arsenal United, they want to win the Europa League. Yeah. I'm not going to say, listen, I don't rate Arteta. Get him out for the Europa League before he wins that. I don't want him hanging. I don't want him holding that over me. It's like, win the competition. Like, That's take you your own personal in, yeah. bias out of it. Yeah. Oh, there's a, he, we have to pay him out more money. He'd only love that. It's like, <laughs> would you not love to have a trophy? Yeah. Like, you, to, to sack a manager for the sake of either a personal vendetta or a, or a, a bonus that's yeah. owed to a manager. And as well, either he wins it and, oh, he gets to hold it over you, or he loses yeah. and you have an excuse to sack him. Why sack yeah. him before? Now he has that over you where could have played me, could have won the cup, but sure, look what they did. Like he has, that's yeah. way worse. Because <laughs> now I think that. <laughs> Well, that, that's what I think now as well. It's like, well, now when you watch the game, you think they weren't close. Yeah. And, like, no, Jose you know, wouldn't have won, but in my brain now, I think so. <laughs> I suppose it's, like I say, he has won that trophy. So maybe his his whole pre-match stuff and the way he sets the team out for a final, maybe he does have that that little extra stuff that can get into his head. Like, De Bruyne came off there that game. He looked knackered. Yeah. In that game, and you say, Oh, see, we're cruising, but like, I think it's just a culmination of all the games, yeah. and it's hard work to control the ball that much. And look, there were instances in the game. I mean, uh, the Laporta one, did you see that? Yeah, yeah. What is your now? I've seen kind of there's two schools of thought on it. What is your take on it? Um, one? I don't know, it's the usual, you know, what are the rules? <laughs> <laughs> well, what the ones I've seen is like the first one, very cynical, mm. sure, and booked. And he does it again the second time, and he is booked. Yeah. And people are saying, "Well, if he got booked the first time, he wouldn't have done it the second time." Yeah, that makes the sense. The other school of thought is, "Yeah, they would have kept going, and they might have scored." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, w- w- what side of, of do you fall on? Do you fall on the side of, "Ah, well, he would have, he would have tried to tackle him better, or someone else would have come across, or no, they it's, would have scored it's him. you take it as it is each time. You can't be like, "Oh, well." I should have done this or you should have done it's what you did do you just you go as you go like the, if the first one yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. doesn't count then it doesn't matter it's scrapped it doesn't count anymore you know 
And of course, he would be the one to score. Like just <laughs> poetic in a way that like he would be the one to get the to get the header. As like, ah, oh, he should be off. He <laughs> should be fucking off. Um, they missed John Stones, which you never think you'd be saying that. He's great, man. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Although he did get sent off in the last game, so you know yeah. it's hard to know. <laughs> but um, that'll happen to City though, because like they're really good at those cynical fouls to break up play. Like Fernandinho yeah, yeah. is the master of them, but. That's gonna bite you eventually, like. And he got booked for one as well. That yeah. they had, like, you know, they, it's hard to say that uh, Tom had no chance because there was some some decisions. Like, okay, that was definitely you know, he should be off. Like, if the port gets sent off on that, or maybe he doesn't, or there's an actual chance for go. Like, see the first half where they got the corner, and then there was a huge roar from the Tottenham fans. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, because like obviously there was fans in for the for, for the first time. There's, 2000 Spurs fans are all obviously that one end of the pitch <laughs> and there was a huge roar like because yeah. that was the first time they had got up that end of the pitch like oh my god like has it been that bad could you imagine going to that game yeah <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um, but like you said they brought on Sissoka they brought on Bale they started Winks yeah. and uh, they didn't look at it they didn't no, Teddy Alley <laughs> gave the ball away a couple of times but like he hasn't played in months so he's not going to be ready yeah. and then you're throwing on the cup final I just thought that was weird that seemed more like, a, oh, come on, Delhi, this will be good for you rather than a, we need to win a fucking cup final. Do that next week. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Spurs are now obviously out of the Carabao Cup, the last half final. That's a disaster of a season for them, isn't it? Like, they spent in the summer as well. Who they, who they went in the summer? They got Regulon, uh, Bale, who's on massive. Yeah, Regulon, who was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> All year he's been good, and I was like, "What's yeah. Keenan about?" Regulon's decent. He's probably been one of the best left backs <laughs> yeah. in the in the, year, in the league. And then he looked like he was just completely out of depth. There was a, two games ago when I saw uh, Greenwood fucking like from a standing start just dropped his shoulder and done him. And Regulon yeah. was like, "Whoa, where did he go?" I was like, <laughs> man, like I was like, "Okay, that was bad." And then this game as well, I was like, "Geez, Regulon is." A pretty limited, like he's good attacker, but I mean, his defense, like he's you know, Alexander Aaron gets thing, abused yeah. for not being defensively good, but he's I mean. not that bad. But yeah, like they bought Regulon, they paid big money for Bale, and they got Heiberg as well, who's savage. But like, oh, Heiberg, those yeah. are three good additions to the team, and they did way worse. <laughs> and you've Jose, whose whole thing is, I'm gonna win a trophy, it's the second year, that's how it works. Yeah, also, didn't they have to pay off Jose, I assume? Definitely. That's his, yeah, it was a lot of money, I think. So he didn't get the bonus for winning the, the cup, but he had to pay off the rest of his contract. Like, I mean, yeah. where's the thinking behind that? Or that I just don't like Jose Mourinho and I don't care about Spurs, I'm going to sack him. Well, I, 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 I'm starting to think it really was just on the day when everyone was so wrapped up in all the Super League things, they were like, we can just sack him now and no one's going to care. <laughs> like, it's not going to be any kind of. People are busy. Yeah, but next week, uh, Daniel, we have the the cup final. We'll win. <laughs> <laughs> what was that game you watched, Daniel? <laughs> what sport? Because <laughs> I know you're at the game in November. Is that the last game you watched, Daniel? That could be. Because I have some news. What's Ryan Mason doing? Is he free? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Mason retired years ago. <laughs> Think he'd manage for free? <laughs> Who cares? We're in yeah. the Super League, baby. <laughs> Don't worry, I got a surprise called the Super League cooking up. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, ter- a terrible season for Spurs on balance, really. When you look at the money they spent, 
the Jose come in a failed man, a failed appointment that was. The squad is in bits, like they all hate each other apparently. <laughs> Harry Kane looks like he's on the way out. Son probably on the way was out. nearly on the way out. No Champions League next year probably. Like that's why would Kane and Son stick around for that now? Yeah, because they're both. I think Son is similarly like age of of Kane, yeah, like twenty eight. They've got a big contract left. Like Deli Ali looks checked out, and I I think they're both the same. Son and Kane have never won a trophy at club level, ever, even before Spurs. Well, obviously Kane before Spurs, but Son never won one before Spurs. Either. Where was he? Leverkusen was was there before that. He was at Leverkusen and Wolfsburg, mm. I think. But yeah, he never won a thing. So like that's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be rattling around your brain a bit. Yeah, I mean, like, what am I doing this for? It is, yeah, a tough, tough year for Spurs. Um, City, um, on the way. Now, let me ask this: Are they on the way to treble? No, I don't think so. You don't. Well, no, no. So, I, let me rephrase that: If they were to win the league, which they will, and the Champions League, would you count this as a treble? I wouldn't count it as a treble, but I don't think they'll now do. T- it. Now, take your United hat off. No, before wait, you do, United hat off. <laughs> Because, like, <laughs> of course they, they're going to win the Carabao Cup every year because it's the competition that everyone plays their second team in so they can play their better players in the other competitions. I didn't realize they won it four years in a row. I mean, obviously yeah, I did. Of course But, like, did. when they sit, I was like, oh, fuck, they have. because yeah, they have the best second squad in England by mm. a country mile. Like, So, yeah, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> but is it not the same in that, like... No, because the yeah, way harder to win. What about, what is the difference between the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup? Is there like less less teams, it, less games, less teams in the Carabao? Is it the Carabao Cup just the four like I think, division League Two? I don't even. It does it even go to League Two. It might just be League One to Premier League, and then FA Cup is like the whole fucking football. Yeah, pyramid. FA Cup is is like all of them. Uh, fucking New York, good, good <laughs> yeah. and we're, in theory, good reference. The New York, the New York equivalent of, uh, of in England or whatever. I think it's not how FA Cup. They start in like. June, yeah, there's like round like, one fixed. There's like qualifying games with like non-league teams playing each other. I think because there's always a story of some like non-league, like Sunday league team that comes up against like a Cambridge and Cambridge hammer them six 0 It's like you know, and that's always always like in September. <laughs> Remember Lincoln Town beat was it QPR or something, and they were non-league. Yeah, and Joey Barton was snapping after the game. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, so sweet. Imagine being not professional footballer beating Joey Barton in a professional game. Oh, life complete. I don't know. I speaking to him. Did you see what happened to him this week? No. So he's managing. I don't know what team. I, what, it's a team in like League Two or League One, but they got relegated. Yeah, yeah. And in his post-match interview after them getting relegated, he said, "It's not on me. This is one hundred percent on the players." And then it came out again. He said the same thing again. He said, I'm not including that on my CV because I didn't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's straight out. That's that goes beyond the Jose Mourinho, Frank Lampard school of post-match interviews. I I always think when I think of Joey Barton, I remember watching United play. It might have been United versus City a few years ago on a or I wasn't watching, I had to listen to it, and I was listening to it on Talk Sport, and he was commentating it. And there was a line yeah. of commentary I always remember it where Pogba was stepping up to take a free kick, and Joey Barton's <laughs> words were, "Look at him with the haircut, the gloves. He'd almost be forgiven for thinking he's a footballer." <laughs> I was like, "Shut the fuck up, Joey Barton. <laughs> Pogba just won a World Cup." <laughs> oh man, yeah, probably one of the most unlikely men in football. I think yeah. uh, Joey Barton, like not by any particular fans, because plenty of probably least liked people. 
right of fans, but I think universally disliked. As in, like, I just would not fancy having a pint with no. you. Know yeah. what I mean, just I would not fancy spending twenty minutes in airports <laughs> sat beside Joey Byrne and him like drumming up small to like, oh fuck off. And it wasn't me. I didn't get them relegated. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no. no. Yeah, no, have a good night, mate. And yeah. Lincoln as well. Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, so, yeah, you you wouldn't count Carabao Cup as part of any treble? No, definitely not. No? no. And, like, not that's not as, like, no, it's not the real one. It's just, like, it's not as... It, the FA Cup is harder to win. Less teams win the FA Cup. Yeah, well, fair enough. I, I personally would count it because, I mean... Um, you know, a fine is a fine. It, like it, it's easy to say it doesn't count, but I mean, uh, I know. I I think you have to you have to if they have to win all three. Like say, if they just win the Carabao Cup and the league, mm. I'm not giving them the double. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but when they're all together, <laughs> yeah, I think there's something to respect it. But on three out of four fronts, well, they did they did win the they won the domestic treble a few years ago, didn't they? And they were like the first team to they, ever yeah. do it, and people were like, well. Because you're the first team that had a chance to do it. <laughs> it's like, oh, they won the, the two cups and yeah, the league. I'm really sure that was a thing. Oh, I think fuck. it was the year they won the charity shield as well, and they called themselves the Formidables at the end of the season. Remember oh, that? I have a sinking <laughs> memory of that. I have like a, a secondhand embarrassment <laughs> memory of that. Yeah, like when I've blocked out, I've been so secondhand embarrassed for like, oh god. Yeah. Um. Honestly, man, I cringe at the fucking invincible stuff. Yeah, because every time a team loses, so Arsenal fans that I know <laughs> will post on Twitter forty nine undefeated. Yeah, it's like Jesus Christ. Like, as if oh, we're the only invincible. We're the only invincibles. Like, no one's done it. It's like, oh man, it's like, it, like no, like again, not to take away from the chief, but like you can't keep banging on about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't keep fucking talking about the, you know. So like, the formidable, like. <laughs> Like if you win the Champions League and the league in the, in the one year, and then you win a cup on top of that, I think that has to be respected. Yes. A, a cup double and a league double, no, I, I'm, you know, not, <laughs> not that. I'm not impressed. You, you failed to impress me, man, silly. Boring. <laughs> you, you're a beautiful footballer. You're player of the years. You failed again <laughs> to impress me, a podcaster. Um, so yeah, um, fair play to the city. First trophy of the year. The the treble is on in my book. Maybe not something like that. <laughs> There you go. Some people who won't be mentioned. Book. Uh, in the Premier League, uh, in a week where they really needed to show those elitist pigs in Europe that this is the best league in the world, they really fell short. <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking at the end of the weekend, maybe Super League <laughs> wouldn't have been so bad. Maybe I do want to see United play Real Madrid every week. Uh, tell me again about this Super League <laughs> yeah. you mentioned. Uh, it sounds intriguing to me. That was fucking hell. Every game was just. Yeah, low scoring. I think is the uh, the shorthand way to describe these games. Um, one of the games, one of the first games, and one of the games that relates to this podcast directly. Again, for our, our long term <laughs> listeners, um, we'll make some guarantees at the start of this. Uh, well, yeah, start of our podcast about Liverpool and Newcastle respectively, and of course, this week uh, they played each other. The guaranteed derby. El Garantillo. El Garantillo, yes. Uh, El Garantillo uh, between Will, for anyone who doesn't remember. Will, let us know what your guarantees. Yeah, so I uh, strongly guarantee that mm. Liverpool would get top four and Newcastle were too big to go down. Little did I know it would be the Liverpool one that's looking shaky. 
Yeah, cast your mind back, cast your mind, folks, back to to uh, January if you can. It feels literally like about <laughs> ten years ten ago years. now. But uh, Liverpool weren't doing too badly. They were a bit shaky. I don't, I don't think it was long after the Van Dyke stuff. I think they kind of looked like they were going to stay the ship, uh, and then the injuries kept coming for the hits the kept hits coming for Liverpool, yeah. and Newcastle decided to say they weren't going to play football anymore. Um, <laughs> but they played this week. Uh, Liverpool were so on top the whole yeah. game. Um, Chance after chance after chance, yeah. Uh, and you might think that they might rue these missed chances, and oh boy, did they! Has there ever been a game where you're like, Wow, um, good thing that didn't come back to bite them? <laughs> Every, whenever you think that thought, you know it's gonna happen. It did feel like that when you're watching Liverpool miss these chances, and not even because it always happens, but just because the way Liverpool are this year. Yeah, that they're they've turned into a real confidence team. Like every miss, yeah, they start panicking. Every miss yeah. is worse. <laughs> every miss is like, oh no, we should have scored that one. Oh, we definitely should have scored that one. Oh, we oh, should have scored that one for oh, sure. Newcastle are coming at us now. <laughs> and Newcastle could then. I think you can feel that from a team. You can feel a yeah, team definitely. Oh no, like you can feel it when Timo Werner misses chances. You're like, oh, this guy doesn't have it. <laughs> this guy doesn't want it anymore. He wants to be taken off. Um, I don't know. As I was looking at some of those players, I was like, maybe they're on the beach. These little mm. players, because I mean, they're out of Champions League and the cups. Obviously, top four is still on the table. It was before this game. It was on the table, but I mean, it's kind of outside best. The likes of Mane, Firmino, they've got no Euros. They just want this season to fucking end. I think they look like they're finished with Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. I think they're just like it's been a long season. They've probably been like I haven't been watching every interview they've done, but I'm sure they've done loads after every yeah. loss, after every draw. Yeah. What do you think is the reason you're playing so badly this year? <laughs> oh my god, the injury. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like uh, Fabinho, who's playing Brazil. Uh, do they have a Copa South America, <laughs> whatever it's called? <laughs> I don't know. I. For a lot of those players, Sal as well is obviously still playing well. He scored for them. Um, but yeah, they scored early on and then they kept missing chances. And then, I mean, look, the reason that you said they would stay up is because of Sam Maximum and yeah. Callum Wilson, who are legitimately very, very good players. And they're both back. Um, Callum Wilson nearly scored. Yeah. Um, again, VAR. We've, we've avoided the VAR talk for a long time, I think. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it, 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 so Maxim like played him through perfectly to Callum Wilson, and he kind of bobbled up and hit his arm, which was like in front of him. He didn't stick out. Well, an he arm. turned, yeah. It hit his body. Like if he had no arm, it would have hit the same place. <laughs> yeah, like like it more more or less would have gone the same direction. You know, but anyways, it hit the arm. So therefore, letter of the law, which again yeah. is not the way this sport was <laughs> ever meant to be played. Um, so they deny that, and that's when the real panicky Liverpool yeah. this year is like, "Oh my God, lads! I nearly scored. <laughs> Fuck, that was close. Oh, good thing that didn't happen. Oh no, here it comes." And then um, Joe Willock, mm. who uh, may be a late contender for Arsenal's Player of the Year, <laughs> yeah. scores again from the bench. He got he got a goal like immediately after that. They scored again through Joe, Joe Willock. He came off the bench and, and scored. Um, like if we said we were looking at the. We wrongly looked at the, the Newcastle pictures and said, yeah, they're not going to win a game again. <laughs> yeah. They've now gotten four points from Liverpool yeah. and West Ham. Like, all right, well, I guess... That's surely enough. That's surely enough for them. Because like, um, like, they should be beating Fulham on the last day as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, it was 96 minutes, whatever they scored. It was like this, the first minute and the last minute that the two goals came. And it was just kind of frantic chance missing for Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool are fun to watch this year for very different reasons than the last few years. Because now it's like, it's just, it's always a 90 minutes of pure and utter panic. Yeah. Yeah. Even when they were on top, like it was, I think they had 20, they, yeah, they had 22 shots to Newcastle's seven. <laughs> That's mad. Yeah. 69% possession. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Savage. And then, but only nine shots on targets. Do you think when they got to, do you think when they got to sixty nine percent possession, they were like, give the ball away? Yeah. Well, that <laughs> don't get it anymore. <laughs> the ultimate on the beach move. <laughs> yeah. Funny statistics territory. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean that's surely Liverpool out in top four now. You would think, but who knows this year? Because it seems like no one wants top four except Chelsea. They're going for it. Yeah, uh, they beat uh, West Ham in the top four race. And mm-hmm. um, where does that put Chelsea now? That put them ahead of West Ham. Oh, no, Chelsea fifty eight, West Ham fifty five. So the three points ahead. That was a, a really a six pointer, you might say. Yeah, yeah. Timo scored, which is good to see. But he then he missed a sitter. <laughs> yeah, poor fucker. What he he had a bit of fun with it. You see his his comments after the game. Yeah, he's like, I can only score. He's like, didn't want to get too ahead of myself. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should only score one on the way back. Only joking, I really wanted to score. Uh, <laughs> that classic German humour we, we all know. Tuchel uh, is like, that was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, as long as he's not fucking, you know, in his head about it, I think he'll come good next season, Timo. I think. Yeah, I think so as well. Every, every, all those players, Ziyech, Havertz, even Mason mm. Mountain extent, you're kind of not sure who's playing every week. Um, team, they're obviously sticking with Timo I would say unless they bring in Haaland but who knows where that's going to end up if they stick with Timo and they have the team, same manager same kind of players again I think he'd be fine because um, he has loads of ability he's loads of pace he is a good finisher when he when he gets when he finishes so <laughs> I think he'd be fine um, I think West Ham are going to drop fall short of the top four I would imagine yeah that's a shame though after the whole year they've had yeah it was a kind of a, a valiant effort, but you can't lose a player like Declan Rice at this this yeah. end of the season and then and still compete for that top four because it's. Uh, I could see Leicester dropping out though. It's, this is around this time of year, every year, where things start going haywire for them. Oh, Leicester! Yeah, they're they're behind as we speak to Crystal Palace. <laughs> yeah, I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no prizes for guessing who scored for Crystal Palace. <laughs> Uh, Wilfred Zaha with the go after 12 minutes um, well we just go to the flow chart we could have told you yeah just remember the the the, uh, the nuances flow chart of Zaha playing versus not playing I don't know if you saw that um, Rodgers is linked with the Tottenham job oh is he yeah yeah so he could do remember what he did with Celtic where they were just about to win the league and he went fuck off <laughs> so you could do I could see him doing that with Leicester as soon as a better job pops up uh, yeah yeah um, Although I don't know Is Tottenham a better job Than Leicester now I was about to say I was like The situation that they're in it's, I think If you're Rodgers now And you're smart You're going to wait for to See what Kane does It all shakes out Yeah Where does Son end up Where does yeah. Kane end up Deli Ali, Gareth Bale See if we get top four I suppose Yeah Leicester will have Top four And if Leicester can hold on to the players yeah, I mean, I think he has time now because the Euros. Not much happens after the Euros, and you kind of get a, a yeah, better sense of it. So normally, like a frantic week of transfers, and that's kind of it in Euros summers. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the fucking three month long ordeal. No, if Leicester can hold on to the players that they have and uh, Tottenham don't, I don't know why you'd be going to Tottenham. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't take Tottenham job if I was him. I, well, not right now. Tottenham job? <laughs> well, I, I, if it was me, if I was asked tomorrow, would I take it? <laughs> no, if I was Brendan Rodgers and I had the skills yeah. and the capacity and the CV that man had, I think I'd uh, wait and see. I'd play the old waiting game with it. Yeah. Uh, in the other games, in the other games in the Premier League, not much to write home about. I would say. One of the worst games I've ever seen. In United versus Leeds. Oh God! A game like I said would, uh, if you were to pick one fixture, you know, a few weeks ago that was coming up, that would not be a nil-nil. Leeds, for one, they both score and concede, and United similarly, they uh, like to score and and it was just it was an awful game. I thought Leeds were actually good though. They were totally different to last time United played them, where they were just like, we'll attack no matter what, and then they lost six-one or whatever. This yeah. time they were like, why don't we? Just relax a bit, <laughs> and then should they got a point? Like that is probably important, more important for Leeds than anything. Like they would rather learn from mistakes than say <laughs> yeah. have exciting right. games and almost lose them all the time. You know, than say like a Southampton, for example. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like you know, Fulham are probably a worse version of Leeds this year in that they go all attacking, they can't defend for shit, and then they concede goals and lose games. And like, yeah. now you might say Leeds are in all danger of that, but they're what mid table. The eighth, ninth, tenth around that all year. More money the higher up you are in the table at the end as well. And they're only after coming up, like, so that'll be a big deal. And say they had a few more results that didn't go their way, they might be in trouble. So, I mean, you want to kind of say, all right, let's try and lock <laughs> yeah, this point. down and, and not give away a silly goal before we start uh, yeah. banging in our own. So, but yeah, it was a fucking terrible game. I mean, that's from, from that we're, we're trying to put our, our minds in the heads of the Man United and yeah. uh, Leeds officials. But I mean, for the neutral, for me, anyways, oh, Stinker. you didn't see Jimmy Carragher cursing on air over it, did you? <laughs> no, <laughs> there was a ball where Leeds passed him straight back to United. I like he just started laughing, chuckling at us. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a, a, a phase of like nothing happening and the, the main conference didn't say anything. He goes, Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I mean, this hasn't been a good game. Don't worry. We have a cup final later on. Please stick with us. I was like, <laughs> did he just, he's he's been watching his own viral clips as well. He's lost the run. Yeah. He thinks he can do whatever he wants now. I mean, he literally cursed that air. The two boys need to be taken off for a few weeks. Oh, They've disappeared up their own holes, the two boys. Yeah. Honest to God. I mean, it's, it's they're going to uh, start their own Super League. <laughs> Yeah, start their own uh, their own uh, Sky Sports. That'd be the, the next move. That's their own broadcast company. It was unbelievable. Cause like every time there's a, a slight pickup of like an F word or, yeah, yeah. oh, I'm so sorry for that uh, industrial language you may have heard uh, factory floor type language. Name in vain. Yeah, and then he takes it to the words name in vain. As a co-commentator, and like you know, he, I don't know. And as well, it's a boring game, but. Come on, man! You're that's your job to watch boring games. <laughs> I mean, this is what happened to uh, Richard Keys and uh, Andy Gray. Andy Gray, where they now not as public as this. They thought they were Sky Sports, and in many ways they were. Yeah. I mean, they started with that the tactics boards type thing. That was Andy Gray's yeah. baby, uh, and Richard Keys was obviously the face. But he was on, he was the Dave Jones, you know, to the power yeah. of ten, Dave Jones. <laughs> And then they obviously were not liked in the office or ever by or by the powers of being sky and they secretly recorded them being <laughs> not so secretly sexist. Sexist. Play the clip. <laughs> <laughs> classic. Play that classic clip. Well somebody better get down there and explain yeah. offside to her. Yeah, I know. Leave that. Keep it away. I think that's why 
Mind you, that's a stupid question. If you were anywhere near it, <laughs> you definitely smashed it. <laughs> You'd gone around there any night and found Redknapp hanging out at the back of it. It was just banter. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought like, it was weird. It was like, all right. It's a bit like, you know, the X Factor, where it was like, yeah, you know, it'd be super talented people would come every single year. But then, you know, they disappear and you never hear from them again. So the next time some super talented person would come, I was like, I'm not going to get involved because I'm never going to hear about them. <laughs> so I decided, well, let's make this about the constants, which is the judges. You know what I mean? Like, Premier League storylines come and go with Jim Redknapp and Gary Neville. They're the main, they'll be there every week. You know what I mean? They're not going to get injured. They're not going to be here every week. I think they've kind of bought into this a little bit themselves that they think they are the, yeah. the, the star of the show. It's like, you're the cool commentator, Jerry Carragher. Like, just comment yeah. on the game. Like, oh, I'm sorry that you have to get paid to watch a game of football and it's a bit boring for you. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I'm watching it for free. <laughs> yeah, no one's paying me and I'm bored. <laughs> you know? But yeah, like, I'm sure they had a week of just non-stop praise from every single angle. So I'd imagine... Well, hopefully they tone it down. A yeah, bit. emboldened, I'm sure, going on to their 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 respective broadcasts this weekend. Hopefully, Keane just talks a bit of fucking sense the next time they do anything. Yeah, because he he's he's the type to be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah, he needs to bring up some old Garneville story to take him on a peg or two. But Jim Lee, he needs to be taken on a peg or two. Yeah. <laughs> he's lost yeah. him. Roy Keane needs to be like, Garneville shit himself on the team bus once. <laughs> Uh, hey Gary, remember that time we were uh, on a Champions League game in Budapest and you fell in love with that hooker? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Nicky Butt does. Ask him; he'll tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see Keane's Instagram post with him and Skulls? No, just sitting like smiling, and the caption was, uh, "We're in for some. <laughs> we were in for some good money until Neville and Redknapp opened their mouths." <laughs> <laughs> no way! <laughs> oh man! Uh, uh, although I will say Paul Scholes is the most dour man on, on, on TV I mean no doubt that's why Keane and Scholes were so had such a long career and were so successful because they never enjoyed a second of it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was all about the next ball in every aspect of their life like yeah you won but like we have to win again next year don't we so stop smiling <laughs> get back on the field did you ever hear the story of uh, when United won the Champions League and Ferdinand is celebrating on the pitch he has like champagne or whatever mm. And Ferguson comes up and he's like, come here, Rio. I want to get your opinion on who we should sign next season. And he's like, can we not just fucking enjoy this one? Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Take a minute off. No, some of those those super, um, you know, especially ones with the longevity. They're the ones yeah. who are just really not fun to be around. Like, because they're just, <laughs> they take it pure serious. They really they take, take it, it pure, pure serious. serious. Like the ones who like have a peak of like two or four years. I'd say they're great crack. <laughs> like I had as much talent as anybody else and like for yeah. three or four years I really gave it a proper go and then I didn't really care for that <laughs> like, they're the ones like yeah I bet they're they're fucking chill <laughs> but lads who like burst on the scene at 21 and felt the pressure immediately and, and were like raging that the club wouldn't give them a contract at 37 and like had a falling out with everybody do not hang out I bet them. Carlos Tevez is a legend <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> For sure, for sure, he's a, he's a great hang. <laughs> I mean, Ronaldinho, another one. I mean, you can tell that anyway. But I mean, he was like the best player in the world for a couple of years. I went, ah, 
bored. That was fun, but I mean, partying is fun too. I do like the partying. <laughs> um, who else? Maradona. Great. Maradona. Uh, he, yeah, he, he definitely had, had, a, had a peak there, but then he liked the party. <laughs> he was like that. Who else? Who's another modern day great? Not modern day, with George Best. George Best, name. yeah. Yeah. Best. Again, was just like football is okay. I'll take it or leave it. <laughs> hmm. There's not too many modern. They're all born now because they're all just fucking super athletes. Yeah, I think the bar has been raised a bit as well, where it's yeah. just kind of like you can't get away with it anymore. Yeah, um, any of those nineties um, Arsenal alcoholics are probably good crack. <laughs> <laughs> like Paul Merson, obviously was. Uh, yeah, the magic Tony man. Adams. <laughs> Tony Adams. Tony Adams. He had a long career, but he was definitely fun to hang around with, I'd say. Um, <laughs> trying to think of like a modern, like the, the modern day ones are, are few and far between that they have like a really high peak where they're like, oh yeah, he's unbelievable. And then just kind of fade away again. Yeah, like yeah. think of even things like Ruby or Robin, they went on forever and were good yeah. forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's rare someone has a peak in and then goes. Yeah, it's kind of a, 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 a forgotten, uh, yeah, a lost art. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the work of the year and then just drop and off a cliff. Just <laughs> decide you like to drink more. <laughs> they keep buying me drinks. <laughs> we have training in the morning. What? <laughs> we have training we in the won. morning. <laughs> We already won the last game. Fucking take a break. I'm player of the month, you bitch. <laughs> I have a Ballon d'Or. It's the 60s, baby. <laughs> the Ballon d'Or hasn't even been invented yet. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. I, that's what I would do as a footballer. If I had all the talent, I'd spurn it. I'd waste it away. <laughs> hey, Claim. I'd say Hazard is good hang. <laughs> Yeah, Hazard, great. He was more of a year on, year off type, but I mean, he, yeah. he definitely wasn't like, I have to be the best. He revolutionized the, the lazy game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Victor Moses, another one, he could yeah. have a really good year and then just, well, he's not playing well this year. I bet he's fucking <laughs> having a good, having a good time. Um, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, Premier League. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the best wasn't the best week. Uh, a lot of one oh, Leicester. Leicester equalised. Hang on there now. Breaking news uh, of this Breaking Tuesday afternoon. Live. <laughs> yeah. uh, Timothy Castagna, 50 minutes. Good player. 1-1 oh. as it stands. Yeah, The league is pretty much, apart from 4th and 17th or 18th. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the league is done, isn't it? <laughs> like... The relegation is, is petering out a little bit. Um, mm. Fulham have lost last four in a row. Um, which is not the kind of form you want in a relegation fight. No. Not an expert, but I would imagine. Not <laughs> yeah, losing bad, winning good. One draw in the last five, and not not exactly. Yeah, you know, you're not really proving to me that you deserve to for one. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe you aren't very good. Um, West Brom, uh, too little, too late for them. They drew two two with Villa in a, oh, a calamitous goal at the end. They. Uh, <laughs> They kind of got mixed up the goal in the centre back. The centre back kind of tried to chest this, and the goalie was like, "Oh, are you going to kick that out, or will I catch it?" And then <laughs> the Villa player just like knocked it in and two two. That was like ninety third minute as well. It was fucking, you know. Mm-hmm. But if they had won, I mean, they were a bit off Brighton in seventeenth. Uh, yeah. So uh, I don't think it'll require a miracle for them. Because it's that stage of the season now where you can mathematically work out how many games you need to win. Yeah. 
which and there's like so if you need to win two but you have six games left you can just be like ah do it next week <laughs> yeah um, we do it when we're playing someone easier yeah because like what you usually in West Brom they lose two more and they're out I think so think that's the case. Yeah, like West Brom, like Sheffield are obviously already out. West Brom need to lose two more. Fulham just don't look like they have what it takes to stay up yeah. here. Um Brighton are, you know, their best chance. Newcastle are steaming away with it. And then the top Man City need two more to win. Yeah. United drew, uh, which didn't help that outside best. The top four, I mean, it's not really interesting, is it? Like no, after all that, it's gonna be fucking like West Ham. The exact teams that look like would get it, are gonna get it. So where are, are Arsenal in tenth? Arsenal tenth, mid table mediocrity. I think is what they call this. So do they have literally no Europe next year? Uh, None. Not even the bad one. Not even the Europa League two. Not even the Europa League or the Europa League two. The ultimate that's uh, disrespect. But that's pretty good. I think that'll be good though. Because that's an extra fucking 50 games or whatever you don't have to play. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Especially after the Euros. I think that'll help them. Yeah, I mean, often when you see after um, international competitions, the team that has the least international players, yeah, be it like South Americans who weren't playing in the Euros or yeah, players who didn't qualify for the World Cup, whatever the case may be, they tend to have better years next year. So mm-hmm. um, it's similar enough to Arsenal have less games, but... Bad for signing players, though, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's like to even say there are three or four or five players away. I don't know to be honest. I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't even give a wish list of our players that you might sign. So, yeah. I mean, look, they should need to do better next year for for sure. But they lost there to Everton one nil first time in last thirty two attempts or some fucking statistic <laughs> like that. Some bullshit. Some bullshit like that. Uh, Howler from Mano. Yeah, but I mean, this and I think Arsenal and Everton are probably both playing beach football right now. You yeah, know, they, yeah. they're not within. I mean, Arsenal obviously are still in the Europa League, but it was a bad point for Arsenal. Um, how how is our? There's not even talk of Arteta losing his job. I know. I think it's just been a mastermind in expectation lowering. <laughs> but again, no, it hasn't. I'm not. It hasn't because there was massive protests outside Arsenal. Yeah, that's true. Um. And I was, I texted you before that like, this has, I'd say, very little to do with Super League. <laughs> yeah. This is just more a protest of the slow decline of, of Arsenal. Yeah. This um, is more a, an airing of grievances rather than a yeah. protest about anything. And there's been no, like, obviously, it's been a slow over the last few seasons, but like, there's been no, like, all right, this is the time we have to, you could say at any time, but like, you need kind of a, all right, now we all need to get together behind this Super League and demand these, these owners <laughs> yeah. don't fucking. But I think it's more that we're, we're being so shit that yeah. you know, they want the owners out. But I don't know. I think, like, you know, we talk about the German model and responsibly run club. Never going to happen. Arsenal is a responsibly run club. Yeah, like they, they don't money. spend the money they don't have. Yeah. It's good business. They don't, like, rehaul. They don't rehaul. Don't overhaul. Like, say, the, the, like what Chelsea did or what City did a couple years ago, yeah. buying like 60 million worth of left backs or whatever they did. Like Arsenal don't do that. They buy one or two players based on the revenue, the, the, the yeah. substantial revenue they make from fans and that, but they don't go on big spending sprees. Mm-hmm. That would be the reality of a well-run club in a lot of cases <laughs> in England. Like that you wouldn't spend a lot of money. I, like I see a lot of United fans clamouring for the 50 plus one thing, which would be great if the club was fucking yeah. fan-owned, but you're going to plummet down the fucking league. 
Cause yeah, that means you don't buy the, the three or four players you might be away. Yeah, you, you don't, don't buy get Bruno. Anymore. You don't get fucking yeah. Harry Maguire. Like the list is endless of players you know you'd have signed that have made a difference over the last few years. Like if the Glazers were to somehow get Mbappe or Haaland in this summer, yeah. I don't think anybody would be talking shit with the Glazers. See, the thing with United is it's just uh, it was bad business. Like, they were spending, but it was like you're spending on stupid things. It was more protesting over be smarter. <laughs> yeah, than yeah, stop yeah. Stop being evil. <laughs> exactly. It's like, it's it's not really the point of wiping them out with Super League. Like, oh, they're spending more in the wrong ways. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they should be investing in, in, the, in, the, in the club. No, they should be buying better players. <laughs> yeah. They should be spending on Manchester. No. <laughs> um, yeah I mean the Super League stuff like we were saying it's kind of it's the nature of the news cycle I suppose in a way that it's yeah. just like well what happens now do we take them off some boards maybe that's going to happen <laughs> take no, the representatives from those clubs off the this boards they all said so- well Arsenal were linked with being bought today by Spotify's owner mm. uh, who's the old one is it Josh Conkey or Stan who's the, the da? Um, the dad is Stan, I think, and the son is Josh. Josh is the guy who, uh, yeah, he's making money off it, so yeah, and that's the thing like that. And you know, that is responsible ownership in a way that he's not spending money, like, he's there to make money from the club, he's, he's yeah. running it as a, as a responsible business. And yeah. Ramage, there, he wants to win things, yeah, he's got plenty of money, he doesn't need to. Just look at the draw, who you get. <laughs> yeah. And the Glazers, you might say as well, are kind of in between both. Like, obviously, Man United is probably the biggest international brand, so the most revenue in that sense. So they have kind of a bit of both, like. Theirs was because it was nasty business, like buying the club with the club's own money and all yeah, that Yeah, yeah. That, that stuff didn't sit yeah. well. But then when you buy, I mean, a couple of years, seasons ago, when they bought uh, Mkhitaryan and Ibrahimovic in the same summer, for like, this is great. This and is Pogba, fucking great. Yeah. Here we go. Uh, I love so, Ed Woodward. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Fuck it. That's what we should talk about. We didn't know about Ed Woodward. So yeah, this was the story about uh, Ed Woodward, who was supposedly, well, not supposedly, he was in a meeting. The Prime <laughs> Minister's Johnson's chief of staff, Dan Rosenfield, uh, on April fourteenth, um, days before the announcement of the Super League. Now, obviously, you see that news and you go, "Oh, well, he was obviously there to talk about." The Super League. Yeah. <laughs> the the thing, Super League. What, the thing that was going to happen. What else would Man United, the biggest club in England, <laughs> chief executive, be talking to the Prime Minister's chief of staff about? So that was obviously denied instantly. Uh, it said the European Super League was not discussed. Um, but subsequent reports or other papers <laughs> came out and said uh, it, it very much was. Yeah. Uh, reports from other papers not associated with Ed Woodward. <laughs> Yeah. Um, th- apparently, he, he met with Rosenfield, and they're talking. Th- this is the official line that they're talking about, um, like COVID passports and and back to fans, um, fans back to stadiums and and COVID nineteen that kind of thing. Just you know, run the mill stuff that Ed Woodward <laughs> is talking for. I guess none, all of none of the other clubs, <laughs> all the football league. Edward Woodward is the guy here. I don't. I don't know if he now. Maybe he is on some kind of board, but I don't. I've never heard of him. No, you know, I don't think it. I don't know why he would be there. I don't know why we talking to Ed Woodward. There's not someone from the FA or someone from yeah. someone else. Um, and then it came out that you know there was 
maybe less truth to what the, the uh, official number 10 was saying and said, well, maybe he met Boris Johnson in a corridor. It was a chance meeting. Yeah. And perhaps he left with the impression <laughs> that Boris Johnson was backing the Super League. But that was a mistake. That was wrong. I didn't talk about the Super League, but I had a feeling he wouldn't have minded it if we were going ahead with it. He told me with his eyes that uh, <laughs> that the Super League was on. And he was wrong in thinking that. Edward would have got that one wrong. I mean, look, it, it happened. Look, we've all been there. You know, you get the wrong signals. Uh, and you think, yeah, maybe I'll... I'll uh, I think I know what you're talking. I think I feel what you're you're putting out there, and you're wrong. And this that's just what happened to Edward. He was talking about COVID restrictions, back to fans, fans back stadiums, and he thought, "Will I mention the Super League?" But then something in in Johnson's eyes in the corridor, yeah, not the official meeting, said, "You know what? I don't even have to say it." I mean, he know I've given him the look. He's given me the look, and. <laughs> Boys, we're all go. Now, now that would explain why he was fired. That's actually what, what that, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> that is definitely a fire offense. Like, so what did what did he say? Well, he didn't say anything per se, but he gave me. The why were you there, Ed? You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, it, it, the whole thing seems unbelievable, and I think people are calling for the minutes of the meeting to be released to say, "All right, what fucking happened?" Because Boris Johnson is so anti-Super League as soon as there was backlash towards it, but mm. I mean, well, this is the the, the kind of because Edward, you can't come out and because look, he's a young man, Edward. Yeah. He has his whole career ahead of him. He can't be burning bridges with the Prime Minister and all the connections <laughs> he has by saying he's a liar. He told me he could, so he has to release these like little yeah. bits of information to papers to kind of fight back. While Johnson is like, no, he never talks about that. <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> I just told him I wanted to stack bodies to the ceiling. <laughs> I just happened to be in the corridor. Oh, Ed, what's the crack? Uh, how are how are you? <laughs> and then Ed just what? winked at me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what what was Boris Johnson talking to him in the corridors about? If not the Super League, if he was in a meeting with Dan Rosenfield about restrictions, <laughs> fine. Then he meets Boris Johnson and they talk about the weather. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's like, is there anything coming up in the next few days, Ed? Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, well, and then that, that's the other thing. Then you have to, to the other line is that Ed is saying, or they're saying that Ed wasn't made aware of this. Yeah. Which, like, he wasn't in on the plan, which, why? Why wouldn't they tell? I mean, I know what. All the other clubs were in on the plan. <laughs> <laughs> like, from now to look at it, we think Edward was, Edward was incompetent. But his employers, surely, if they thought yeah. that, they would have fired him years ago. So... The fact that they didn't tell him seems unbelievable as well. So yeah. nothing adds up. Um, like I said, they're looking for the minutes of the meeting to be released. I don't think they probably will. I think they'll just hope that this... Well, I mean, look, Boris Johnson has his own issues right now. <laughs> I think people care about more things than uh, <laughs> the Super League that feels like a distant memory now. So... Um, <laughs> minutes taken to that meeting about the evil Super League? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they are, they've been lost to time, I yeah. think. But uh, yeah, look... I think Ed will be fine as long as he, he keeps his mouth shut. <laughs> Did you see Gary Lineker defending Woodward a few times on Twitter? And then someone no. posted a picture of Lineker and Woodward like arm in arm at a pub somewhere. Like they yeah, look, yeah. they're good pals. But yeah, Lineker said, um, oh, for those United fans who want the Glazers out, um, like he's like, enjoy slipping into mediocrity with no one spending any money. Oh, I did see that. He was he was having to go, I think, at Arsenal first about the, the Spotify thing, saying like, all Arsenal want is different billionaires, which is literally what we were talking <laughs> yeah. about. And I was like, yeah, that's true. And then Rooney was like, no, there's like, there's a hardcore 
in my United that have wanted the Glazers out. Yeah. You know the 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 what's the Manchester FC United? Uh, FCUM, yeah. yeah, like they there's a hardcore in United for years who want to change. Yeah. Um, and then I think Lineker was saying, well, look, like again, I'm basically the same as Gary <laughs> He said Arsenal are a well-run club, but that's what they are. That's where being playing by the rules gets you. Yeah. You got to spend money to make money. <laughs> um, but again, these kind of things over Twitter, it's like. You can't have serious arguments over Twitter, yeah, because yeah. you just you lose like you, you just can't like arguments over text. It's like oh, I gotta call this person. Let's get out of hand. And also, why, I should be doing over text. Like I get say Ian Wright getting involved or stuff like that, but fucking why does Gary Lineker care? <laughs> Go ahead, shut up. Because he's a he's a he's a TV football personality. I know, yeah, but it seems like more often than not, he's just. <laughs> it's very rare you agree with Gary Lineker. I think. Yeah. I think I think he's pretty pretty spot on most things. Uh, this one, I think, it, it is kind of a more complex thing of like there is different factions in fans. Like like you're saying, those arts protests, most of them are like, I wish we weren't so shit. <laughs> yeah. Some of them probably genuinely do want a German model of fifty plus one. Other people, I think, you know, were just probably bored and wanted to be out of the house. So like. There's no, I think, United front from any... Like, you didn't see many protests at City or Chelsea. Yeah. I mean, Chelsea, yes. I would say Chelsea. But, I mean, I think if you look back at them before Bramwich, it'd be pretty hard to say we want him out. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think they were protesting Super League and Super League alone. Yeah. Whereas Arsenal and then some United fans. I mean, Liverpool fans, as much as we have a go at John Henry, I mean, they've done pretty well, I would say, in the last 10 years. No? He just had a string of bad stuff in a row this year because then they're like... He tried to trademark the word Liverpool. Yeah. Which is very funny. Then he like furloughed a lot of staff. And yeah. He did a yeah. lot of things in a row, which was, and that, that's why people hated the apology because he was like, once again, I am very sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> once again, I'm asking for your forgiveness. Um, wait, well, we're speaking of uh, Americanized things. I remember I was, I was, uh, ruining my. <laughs> My Premier League All Star weekends that may never happen. They brought in a Hall of Fame. Yeah, actually, which is that. very Americanized. Yeah, and especially one that very like uh, the WWE Hall of Fame, where it doesn't actually exist. It's just kind of it's a Hall oh, yeah. of Fame that exists in your mind. There's no physical. The Hall of Fame is a social construct. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Thierry Henry and Alan Shearer were the first inductees and have like a list the same the exact same was the American model of like yeah. you know first ballot Hall of Famers but I saw something which I thought was a bit weird the next what? eight so I think eight people go in every induction so there's six more to go in do you know the next six are decided by fan vote obviously oh. people are just going to vote for the team they support just trying to get those social media numbers up I, I can actually respect that yeah. as a, as another uh, social construct you know also podcast trying to get their social media numbers up that's not a Hall of Fame. That's a fucking. It's a Twitter poll. Like, <laughs> yeah, get ready to see fucking uh, Santi Cazola in a Hall of Fame near you. <laughs> Did you see that game he played against City away? He was unbelievable. You could get the ball off him. You made that was ever look pedestrian. Honestly, that is nonsense. Nonsense. All nonsense. But listen, I've been on that road before. Somebody talking nonsense, like what would you say? Just what, what are you talking nonsense about us? What are you, mm. ta- what are you, what are you talking rubbish?